Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you are having a fantastic day. The weekend is upon us and I wish you a fantastic weekend, my dear friends. Uh, so today we're going to do a short podcast. I'm a little bit late because I had a little... Um, meeting with someone else. So um, thank you anyways for joining me. Um, Today's podcast is about something um, very simple. I was watching on, um, I was looking at a a debate on on YouTube uh, between a a, a Christian um, preacher or evangelist and he was debating on Islam and he was, I think his name is Dr. J. Smith and he was talking about why uh, Islamic history, the first real history written by Islam, is about a hundred years after Islam came, comes into being. So, sorry, the real first history of uh, autobiography of the Prophet Muhammad. So, the first autobiography is supposedly written by someone called uh, Ibn Ishaq, and he comes out with the Sira al Rasul. It's about 100 years later. Uh, there is no uh, remaining copies of his book, but some renditions and, and translations of it are um, done by Ibn Hish, Hisham. Okay, That's another uh, 100 years later after that, if I'm not mistaken, 50 to 100 years later after Ibn Hisham, uh, after Ibn Ishaq. So really... We don't have um, an autobiography of um, the Prophet Muhammad for the first 150 years, not the original version. The earliest would be 100 years, and then after even Hisham comes on a little later. Uh, So we don't have the autobiography of of, um, Ibn Ibn Hisham, uh, sorry, Ibn Ishaq. It's called the Sira al-Rasul. If ever you get it, you can absolutely uh, Google it. Uh, and you can download it on on the internet. Not a problem at all. Um, so the question is, why did it take 100 years, 100 plus years, for 100 to 200 years to get this down, written down? Now, um, in contrast, the first Gospels, not the Bible, the first Gospels are written about 70 years in Christianity. Uh, 70 years after Jesus dies, the first Gospels are written and by Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, about well, many other people, but I think Matthew, Mark, Luke and John are chosen. And uh, the history is the Acts, the book of Acts in, in the New Testament. Uh, th- look, the first, f- the first Gospels come after 70 years. Uh, and so that's a big difference between Islam and, and Christianity. And so you know that uh, you have at least close to, um, close to reality uh, of the history, leave alone the ideology, okay? You can leave the philosophy out of it, you can leave the ideology, just the history. You're closer to the actual events, and the more closer you are to the events, the, the more data you'll get, and that's very important. Um, well, it's not the case of, if, of, of Islam. Now, the question was put as to why this is the case. And most people had no idea. Some people said because people didn't know how to read and write. 
that was the lamest answer ever. Because if they wrote the Quran, okay, the Quran is written by, uh, 18, uh, by 650 AD. How do, they, how do they write that? And we also have a fragment of the earliest Quran, which is called the Birmingham Quran. And that is uh, the parchment dates from about 570 to um, 640. So the parchment, okay? And you can see there's all, already rich stuff written on it. Uh, you can go to the Sana manuscript, many, uh, many codexes that are available. You're looking at, you're looking at writings and these are not people writing nonsense or, you know, with a stone on a stone or making carvings on the wood. These are people writing actual scripts um, by, um, by 650 AD. So there was writing already on paper. Then you, we know that the fic had already started being put down on paper or being written, uh, renditions of the fic. Um, all of that was there. Why did they not write the autobiography of the most important man in, in their philosophy? Uh, someone either wrote it, cancelled it, burnt it, um, and someone had to write it again. That's the only thing that you could say. That means the people of the initial uh, Islamic communities did not like uh, the Prophet Muhammad. There were, he had many enemies, uh, considering the fact that... Um, Considering the fact that he killed his family, his daughter, his grandsons, his son, his son-in-law, um, look, is it because they didn't like him? Is it because he was never part of the original religion, uh, the original movement, Islamic movement? What is it? It's not possible that 100 to 200 years later is only when you have the first autobiography of the Quran. That means he is not uh, a figure that is liked, even though he starts the philosophy. The people in this philosophy itself do not appreciate him. Uh, or he's not important. He is... They wanted to eliminate him. Why did they want to eliminate him? You could have different possibilities. So the early um, knowledge of Islam is really, really scarce. And there's a lot of silence. Okay, We know the Prophet's name is not written in the Quran. There is no word Prophet Muhammad in the Quran. There's no word Nabi Muhammad. There's no word Rasul Allah uh, Muhammad in the Quran. None of this is in the Quran. Uh, so if it's not in the Quran, his name is not in the Quran, and you do not have the first, um, you do not have his earliest biographies, it only comes 100 to 200 years later, you have a problem. He has nothing to do, it, there's a possibility, he has nothing to do with the original Islamic movement. Then how do we have, how did he appear later on? How did he appear 200 years later? Um, what gives? Uh, so this is one point I wanted to bring. Islam, the Prophet Muhammad um, has no autobiography for between uh, from before 100 to 200 years at the beginning of Islam, um, and it's not because people wanted to re couldn't read because they were obviously writing other things. Now remember, they went to Baghdad. Very soon they captured Baghdad. Baghdad was a seat. Uh, Baghdad is close. It is. Um, 
tent sort of city or town that was slowly propped up by tents, Arabic Bedouin tents. And they were um, on the outskirts of Setesfion. Setesfion was a huge capital, huge place in, in the Persian Empire. It was on trade routes, so people coming up and down uh, were there. Uh, there was a library there, center of learning. It was very, very, very a deep place. So people knew how to read and write. There was a huge center of learning. So what gives? I mean, obviously, you could have narrated it. They could have narrated it to someone and someone else would have written it for you. So that's important. There is silence in early Islam about the Prophet Muhammad. It's a story that comes only afterwards. Now, you have another way, uh, way of saying, no, they are wrong. Um, there is silence. It, it has nothing to do with the fact that they couldn't read or write. This is an absolute wrong answer. And let me just explain to you why I say this. Um, Islam, when it starts its historical journey of colonialism with civil war, with its non-geopolitical coalition uh, partners. The Umayyad Caliphate was forced to give up the control of Damascus in 750 AD. The Arabs lost Morocco to Id Idris in 788. Ifriqiya fell to uh, Agladibis. Uh, in 800 AD, and Egypt fell to the Shiite Caliphate and the Fatimid Caliphate in 909 AD. Um, they became a religious empire after the rise of the, rise of, uh, the Buyids in Iran in 945 AD, and the Seljuk Turks who invaded took over Baghdad in 1055. Uh, so I'm just going to give, that was just... Um, a small startup to say all these places were colonized by the Islamic political movement in, in a very short period of time. People over there knew how to read and write. So why did they not uh, ask others to help them read or write? Um, so just let me say something else over here. Uh, we know that um, we know that. Islam invaded the Middle East and North Africa. So from 665 AD to 689 onwards, Arabs conquered almost all the territory from Egypt to the present-day Mauritania. In 672, the city of Kairaun fell, uh, 150 k kilometers from modern-day Tunis. Kairaun would then become the capital of the Islamic province of Ifriqiya, comprising parts of modern-day Libya, Tunisia, Algeria. Um, in these provinces, um, there was a lot of building that took place. And I'm going to tell you exactly what they built. To start off with the invasion of the Tunis Tunisian city of Kairoun, um, the Islamic governor, Okba ibn Nafi, is said to have commissioned the original mosque upon the invasions of the city in 670 AD. So... How are they building mosques? In order to build something, you need plans, you need some drawing, you need some writing, you need measurements. You can't just build anything like that. And those mosques are a really huge structured mosque. These are not ordinary mosques. You could go onto Google and check Al Kairaun Mosque. Um, so basically until 6, you know, the, also the question comes in 632 again when the Prophet Muhammad was alive, Ishmaelites, Ishmaelites were for the most part illiterate, but they had no science and ignorance. Um, 
all of a sudden they were commissioning massive forts on foreign lands. Uh, so yes, this is one of the, the huge mosques that they build. So they're building these mosques, they know what's engineering, they know what's architecture, um, they know how to read and write. Uh, there is no way there was no way that they couldn't say they didn't know how to read and write and they didn't do the autobiography of the prophet. Um, so that's the Cairo in mosque. In Cairo, Ahmad ibn Tulun in 876 AD, the Abbasid governor of the city um, commissioned a mosque um, and that's right, my friend. He commissioned the mosque in 876 AD uh, with no modern machinery, no plan to engineer or dig a foundation. Um, and basically, so these are some of the, old, the earliest mosques that are built. Um, there was a mosque constructed in 641 to 642 AD. That is the mosque Abba, Amar Abin al-Fustat. Uh, also known as the city of tens, ten years after Muhammad died, it was built. Um, it was rebuilt afterwards, but it was first built in uh, six forty one to six thirty two A.D. Um, again, you have that's just one of the few monuments that was converted. Um, so you see, my friends. Uh, in in uh, Egypt itself, these are mosques that are cons constructed within the first 70 years of Islam. They had in Egypt the Al-Fustat Mosque, uh, like I just mentioned, and that's a very important. And in Tulun, in Cairo, the Tulun Mosque in, in Cairo, you also have Tunisia, Cairoun in Tunisia. Um, now by 750, they already started building... Um, apparently, according to their, their history books, they start building the Cordoba Mosque in Spain because they, they conquered Spain in 711 AD. That's, that's, you know, that's a lot. You can't build nothing, uh, anything if you don't have, um, if you don't have any knowledge, if you don't have something in writing, um, or to draw your designs, you don't have any mosque, uh, you don't have any, any mosque at all. Uh, so what gives? Why did they, how did they find the ability to, uh, to build mosques and structures when on the other side they couldn't even, um, you know, uh, they couldn't have the, couldn't write an autobiography of the Prophet Muhammad. So what is it telling you? Um, you've got Mecca, Medina and all these mosques, so you've got Mosque being built in the first 70 years of Islam, 60 to 70 years of Islam, but no autobiography. Uh, so it's only telling you one thing. First and foremost, uh, Islamic, um, the autobiography of Prophet Muhammad um, more than likely was, it could be either one, he, it was made up or um, they felt sorry for him. Um, he had enemies. Uh, they burnt his work. Um, so he probably had a lot of enemies. Or another option is that, um, look, they, they didn't really like him in the first place. He was never part of Islam. He was on the fringe. I mean, you could have any option of the same. Uh, but definitely people don't like him because he's got many enemies because of the fact that he's got, um, yeah, he's preaching against the forefathers of the land. Um, so... You've got no Muhammad in the Quran. You've got no Makkah in the Quran. 
and yet it, these are the two important places in um two important places in islam um the mosque sorry the prophet muhammad and you have also you have uh, yes no uh, the makkah there's no mosque in in um the the mosques are built in less than 70 years after less than 70 years after the prophet muhammad died and that means they had knowledge of building and all of the above so you've got knowledge one side but you can't write the the sira al-rasul you can't write the autobiography at all something is wrong here both these words were not supposed to be part of the original islamic movement and that's the only reason why it's not there if they were so important it would be all over the book all over the Quran, but they are not in the Quran. Uh, where are these words, Muhammad, and where are these words? Um, um, sorry, um, where are these words, Muhammad? This, where are these words, Makkah? They are in the Old Testament, my friend. We have spoken about this. You can go to Isaiah, uh, chapter Isaiah in the Old Testament. Uh, you will see the word. Uh, you will see the word Muhammad, and. If you go to Isaiah again, in the Old Testament, you'll see the word Makkah. Uh, they are not in the Quran. Absolutely not in the Quran. Okay. Um, there is no excuse for them. You can't say they didn't write. They couldn't read because they were building these mosques. Uh, what is it telling you? It's telling you there is silence for Islam. In early Islamic sources, there's silence. The wordings, the vocabulary do not match at all. The vocabulary doesn't match at all. Um, the story of Makkah and the story of Prophet Muhammad was added later to Islam. It was not um, added in the beginning. Um, if you if you look at if you read the Quran and you read the Arabic text, it's not in the beginning at all. Um, it's a story that was added. And that is very, very, very important for you today. Uh, I'm going to add a link to the podcast. It's called Tom Holland, the Islamic story. And he's talking to you. He's an English historian. He writes on many empires, not just on the Islamic empire. And I want you to take a look at that link and um, the story of his researching of history of... Um, of um, of Islam, the origins of Islam, and he says the early history of Islam is in silence. Very important. It's completely in silence because it's true. There's no autobiography of the Prophet Muhammad. There is no Makkah at all, but both these words find themselves in the Old Testament, suggesting that Islam was started by uh, actually Hebrews, the Orthodox Hebrews at Medina, where Islam really starts, uh, the Hijra really starts. So after Hijra, you have um, uh, is the Islamic calendar, although technically it's supposed to be in Medina, in Makkah, um, with the Prophet Muhammad receiving uh, uh, revelations from God. But uh, the real evidence starts shows that if they didn't have any autobiography, if his name is not in the Quran, if there's no Makkah in the Quran, then someone else ha has put this in. And the only place it was 
it, it is even before 100 years of, within 100 years of prophet dying, um, is in the Old Testament, telling you only one story, that the Islamic movement was made by Orthodox Hebrews in Medina in alliance with different Arabic tribes. That was what they were. They had a Bedin over there, means the house of judgment of God. So the Deen is the house of judgment. Bedin, it's a court. Bedin is a court of, of where judges sit. Um, even in the old days, they would judge the tribe, uh, members of the tribe, and that was a Bedin. Um, a house of judgment for God. Deliberation on God. That's very important for you. So it, there's a huge possibility that Islam uh, is actually started by Hebrew people of the book, the Orthodox class, um, and Medina in alliance with other tribes, uh, only to um, go back to Jerusalem and take back Jerusalem and bring it under the Islamic movement, under the, the guise, under the eye, the watchful eye, and the... Um, yeah, the watchful eye of the Hebrews who were controlling this area at that time, controlling certain oases, and one of them was Medina. Otherwise, you will not find Makkah, and you would not find um, Muhammad uh, in the Old Testament. You can go to BibleHub.com, and you will, you can, uh, you can look at it in the Hebrew, in the original Hebrew chapter Isaac um, of the Old Testament. So I'll let you um, do your own history on that, do your own research. I'm going to put a link in the page, and so you will understand uh, the untold story about his, uh, of history of Islam uh, and get a little bit more insight onto this. So on that note, I take your leave. I thank you so much for being there for me and your, and your support every day. I really appreciate your time. Take care and have a great weekend.